When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fall, just for what I did well. And there's some stories I can tell you. This is the final word, Ashes Daily, from Old Trapper Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins. The show brought to you by Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. And you, Adam, it's day three. It's day three of the fourth Ashes test and you've got to tell us all about it in the space of 30 seconds. Good luck. We wondered how long England would go on for in the end. It was 208 further runs from their overnight tally. All out for 592. Best though, an ostentatious 99 not out from 81 balls. The seventh man in test history to end up not out on that score. Beforehand, it was half centuries from both the captain Stokes and the young man Harry Brook. Uh, a 66-run stand for the 10th wicket in 40 balls between Bairstow and Anderson. Thrilling stuff. Hazelwood takes five for Australia after their second day in the dirt. In reply, they're four for 112. They lost three wickets in the final session. Two to Mark Wood, who's got three for 17, including his 100th in Test cricket. They're 163 away from making England bat a second time, and the rain is coming tomorrow. Oh, there was a lot to get through. There was so much to get through today. I think maybe we start at the end, maybe we start with England bowling by the time they get Australia in it was like all right they need incisions they need to there, there was there was that sniff of a possibility if you really get a run on maybe you can run through them today and try to finish it in three days that was always likely to be an outside possibility and there is rain forecast for the weekend but it's like maybe there'll be a session or two maybe there'll be all, all you need is maybe three hours somewhere an extended session something like that in order to make it work it feels like they're close enough they're they're within grasping distance because they work through not one, not two, but three, and then four. And they've got Steve Smith out, which is crucial. And they've got Travis Head out, who's been such a, a thorn in the side for England in this series. Yeah, so they've, they've bowled 41 overs, have picked up four. And that includes, as you say, Kawaja, who was caught behind uh, just before T for 18 from Wood. Warner, who chopped on Wokes for 28, second time in the test. He's got to start. Nice bit of shape back towards the left hand. It didn't do an awful lot wrong in terms of where he set up, but the angle bat was his downfall there. Steve Smith um, caught hooking for 17. Wood extra pace just makes mm. batters do things they wouldn't otherwise do. So it goes for Head as well, who's going to have short pitch bowling following him around the world now. That for the, the rest of, of his life. Yeah, it feels that way. He gloved the ball to yeah. gully late in the day. It's, He'll be 72 walking into a Safeway and someone will just bump him with an orange. Yeah, it'll be a bit like how it was with Michael Bevan, although the difference being that Head's already had a substantial test career and he'll have to find a way to adjust. And he adjusted last week at Leeds. It's just that now it's it's going to be different. So yep. with that in mind, yeah, maybe it is a session. It might be two, but um, yeah, the very improbable play tomorrow. It's more likely on the Sunday where we might find the session or two that you're referring to. It's an entire weather front yep. coming across from Ireland. So it's not like we're speculating about like spots on the radar. Maybe it hits us, maybe it doesn't hit us. There's a deluge coming. Mm. So tomorrow's really hard, which is why you could have made the case for Stokes pulling out at lunch. But if they had to pull out at lunch, when at that stage uh, they were ahead by, what was it? They were ahead by plenty, 189, but we would have missed out on the Bairstow intervention, which was such an enjoyable one. Like, hadn't really, hadn't really done anything of substance since Edgbaston. He struggled with his keeping, blinder on day one. 
I don't know who said it, but someone did. After that, that might give him the confidence with the bat. And sure, the Aussie bowlers are knackered, not least Cummins, who went around in way in a way that he's never gone around before in, in Test cricket. But Bairstow made the absolute most of it. Some of those sixes were gigantic. Yeah, and, and there was a, particularly the front foot one. That was the one yeah. that I enjoyed the most, where it's, it's Mitchell Marsh style, where he rocks onto the front foot. And they're not even that short. There were two of them that are about hip height, you know, so it's not like you can really get that full swing. It's all sort of wrist and forearm yep. strength at that Time. point. Read into that what you will and sort of snaps it over deep square leg. The one with Steve Smith flying up in the air trying to get a hand up yep. on it. Um, carrying, you know, f- yeah, four times he put them into the crowd, makes his way to 99. One of those one of those ones where the whole crowd's involved. He's batting with the number 11. He's got Anderson out there who's doing his job pretty well. Doesn't have to face much, but he's, he's ducking and weaving and fending down a few short balls um, and eventually gets trapped leg before wicket with Besto one away from the 100. Um, one of those passages of play that just gets everybody involved, gets the whole crowd in- involved. Yeah, I mean, if there was any doubt that the momentum had shifted in this series, um, there, well, there was none left after that. Um, 66 yep. from 40 in the partnership. Anderson only makes five, but boy, that, that pull shot he played off Cummins walking down the track at him and um, charging him effectively. Basically a metre outside leg stump. He was like, yeah. I'm just going to keep batting, getting further and further away. I'm out of shot now. I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm not even in the in the frame at all. And then sort of dragged Bang. it down with the pull shot yeah. and so away he, through squares. He, he definitely played his role. And also with the running between wickets, which you know, you should see more of this where, where an 11's batting with an established player. You should yep. be seeing them taking on the keeper. All the byplay between Bairstow and Kerry, the, um, the, the legacy of what happened at Lords, I guess, mm-hmm. with that. Um, but doing it three times and doing it a fourth as well. That Bairstow, yep. when the ball was released, he wasn't um, jump-starting or anything. He was backing up the right way, watching the ball come out. He was hairing down when that yep. green delivery was sent down, assuming it was going to be another short pitch delivery at Anderson. But, yeah, it was the one that wasn't. Hit him on the pad and, and that was it. It was smashing leg stump. So be it. Can I make the the note as well that um, Bairstow at the non-strikers end didn't seem to have any doubt that when a short ball was left by the other player um, and was going into the keeper's gloves that the ball was still alive. <laughs> didn't seem at any stage to think... Think, well, no, that's surely a dead ball because, well, he's left it alone and the keeper's just gloving it behind the stumps. We all know when the ball hits the keeper's gloves, that's dead. Somehow didn't arrive at that conclusion. I, I loved the, I loved all of that. Um, and we did make a similar observation on commentary. I, I just think that when Johnny Bairstow's in full flight, he's got the best eye in cricket, I reckon. Like, you know, he, when he's going, he just picks up balls from anywhere and puts them where he wants. That's his, you know, white ball training, of course, as well. Yep. But um, also when he's in... A, it, when he's batting in a way that he feels free, you know, we always talk about Zach Crawley being the poster boy of baseball. Mm. It was Bairstow's career that was turned around. It was Bairstow's test career that was resurrected. He was averaging 20 in test cricket for mm-hmm. the previous two, maybe even three years. It was certainly the lowest average in the world for anyone batting one through seven. Um, in the last, I guess you want to go back to the start of 2022, he's made seven tons mm. in that stretch of time. Sorry, six. Today was a 99 not out. Six tons. It was going to be a seventh sure. in that run. And, you know, he's been the guy who's benefited perhaps the most from having someone like Brendan McCullum leading the side as coach. And it's it's the one, I think Andy Zaltzman picked up on, on this, it was his first 100 after having kept in a test match. He's yeah, made hundreds been, yeah, as a keeper, yeah. but only when he hasn't actually had to keep wicket yet. It's funny how both of us are describing it as 100. We've both yeah. made that mistake in well, a row. Sorry. Because yeah. it felt like felt you know, like a hundred. It felt like a ton. Morally 100. Yeah, it was a moral 100. That's it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and and uh, look, I mean, it, it's, it's also that sort of, 
declaration batting or, or when it's you're not going to declare but it's this is totally free hit material sure. the bruise punching stuff yep. um, it brought to mind the comparison I made was was 2019 when Jadeja and Rishabh Pant were taking Australia apart yep. at, at Sydney, Sydney and yep. India made 600 plus that day and that was also the last time that Cummins, Stark, Hazelwood all went for over 100 in huh. the test innings so that happened again today might be the last well. time Cummins looked human you know yeah. like that was the week after Cummins bowled the house down at Melbourne to keep Australia within like vague touching distance of a test they yeah, well beaten. Yeah, took six for nothing. And, and then made a 50, I think, as, made six, as well. Made 60 something that there. That's probably the first time when people yep. like us were saying maybe he should be captain one day, leading from the front. Mm -hmm. um, you, you know, you, you press forward a long way in the career, four and a half years later. And I never really, I never really cared much for the argument that fast bowlers shouldn't be captain. Maybe because when I was playing cricket, I loved captaining and I loved opening the bowling. I never thought it impeded my captaincy. Mm -hmm. And but it, it, it's different when you're it's different in front of 30,000 people. It's five days worth as well. And it's five days worth and it's a job that carries so much added baggage yeah. being the Australian test skipper. And he just looks tired. He looked like the blood was drained out of his face at different times today. I don't know what his figures were. I've got it written down. His one figures were one for 129 from 23 one overs. Just three maidens in the entirety of the England innings and two of them came in the first eight overs yesterday. So, you know, Cummins to go at an economy rate of, mm. well, north of five and a half or something like that yep. by the time he was done. Similar to yesterday. I mean, they, they did well, a better job before lunch in keeping things in check and bowling to a plan. To come to that, that point with Cummins, like, yep. I, I don't think it's necessarily about exhaustion from playing because people are saying like they, they, it's, it's funny how the um, received wisdom goes initially it's oh, Australia are better prepared because they played India in the WTC final now it's Australia are too tired because they played India in the WTC final <laughs> they just had a, a nine day break and they came off a test match that involved two and a half days of play with a rest day effectively in the middle of it yeah it's not. It won't be physical exhaustion at this point. It's not like you're at the at, at the end of a second test in a back-to-back -back run, but maybe there's mental exhaustion. Maybe just yeah. being here, maybe feeling this kind of latent hostility towards as the touring team, whatever it might be. That these tours are long tours, and and in the same way as we've seen it start to get to England when they're in Australia. It seems like it's starting to get to Australia in a similar way now that they're here. Yeah, increasingly it feels like they needed to make the most of when England was seven for 142 at lunch on yeah. day two at Leeds and Cummins was bowling the bloody house down. Mm. Um, from that point on, he's been relatively ineffective with yep. the ball. Uh, and, and they've and kept doing the short ball stuff and it's kept not working. Right, and, and the added pressure of being in the field chasing leather, conceding 592, that's not something Australia's done for a long time. Well, it will be adding up. And yeah, sure, they had the nine-day break, but to what extent can the Australian test captain really you know, distance themselves from cricket in the middle of an Ashes series as being as ferociously forward as this one, not least when he was in the middle of a controversy at Lords a fortnight before the close finish at Leeds. Like, it does add up. It's not mm. making excuses for what happened. It's more just like having a sense of how this cumulative wear and tear um, can affect the captain. And, and yeah, the fast bowling piece to this is that he'll be also physically knackered yep. from bowling for a long time because you know, yeah. they say you run, um, is it, you run 10 kilometres or 10 miles a day when you're a, when you're a quick mm. extra wear and tear on your on your on your body yep. and your limbs. And all of those three, the three frontliners have bowled more overs than they would have if they'd yeah. had a spinner in the team that they were able to turn to. They're going to have to make a change yes. next week. I mean, even if they get out of this. Sure. Even if they get out of this with a draw and it rains for two days. I mean, I suppose if that were the case, there'll be less pressure next week. But let's assume England win 
Um, next week, Australia are going to have to make a change. Mm-hmm. They're going to need a fresh, fast bowler. Yep. The only one they've got is Michael Nisa. Yep. Uh, I, and this isn't just because we've backed him all the way. I genuinely think Nisa will play next week, be it because Stark's shoulder's need, not right. They or, need a Chris Wokes-style yeah, um, infusion yeah. of, of fresh energy. Fresh. And, and you know Scott Boland's already a little bit shaken yep. by the, the experience that he's had, or that's how it seemed when he was playing at Leeds. I mean, this 592 today, put this in perspective, um, England have made five scores bigger than this in Ashes series at home. This isn't the last one was 1985. There was one All in right. the 60s, and there were three in the 1930s when everybody made a million runs. <laughs> uh, that's it. Those are the only bigger scores that they've made at home. The, England hasn't historically been at the site of massive Ashes scores generally. Um, England have made a bunch of big scores in Australia way back when as well, when Jack Hobbs was doing his thing and all the rest of it. But they've tended to be those big five, six hundred scores have tended to be in Australia more than they've tended to be here. Okay. 592 is absolutely huge, and it's and the rate at which they did it at about five and a half and over. There's been one innings in test history that was more runs at a faster rate and that was England in Royal Pindy last year. The the only criticism you could apply, not even criticism, the other perspective you could say, is that by going on and batting as deeply as they did, if they they, might have had enough time and enough runs from lunch today. Mm -hmm. So if they buy back 20 more overs, um, and they only have 189 to play with there. That might have been sufficient to have finished the job today. Yeah. Of course, you know, whys and wherefores and absence of the counterfactual and all the rest of it. But, yep. uh, yeah, I, I do wonder that. that, um, that but, again, the, the added damage that Bairstow was able to, um, to inflict yep. on the Australian team and on the bowlers, it's going to take some stunning coaching. Mm-hmm. If they lose tomorrow or on Sunday, it's going to take some stunning coaching behind the scenes from Andrew McDonald and... And, and the leadership of Cummins mm-hmm. to get them back in the right frame of mind to bowl England out twice at the Oval next week. Yeah, and so we're, we're assuming that, look, even if it is a draw here, England will steam on through the Oval. A couple of weeks ago, people were saying 5-0 Australia. Remember that. Um, yeah. it's, it's funny how quickly things change. Oh, totally. So, the, so another interesting point, I thought, Stokes and Brooke batting relatively sedately at the end of the day yesterday, and yep. people were saying, why did they do that? Well, I thought it's so they could come back and reset and start again this morning. They did start with foot to the floor. They were both throwing the bat around and trying to shots then Australia goes all out on the fence basically tries to slow it down and England go at five and over but at singles and twos they're just sort of working the ball around and picking it up here and there Australia don't take the new ball which was mm. an interesting ploy that there was some criticism of it as well but I thought it made sense at the time because it's going to be harder to hit if they if they want to slog everything they have to try to slog the older ball and eventually after about 90 91 overs they take the new ball with Stark and Hazelwood and they're able to start getting breakthroughs yeah look, after ugly, Cummins yeah. has got Stokes with the old ball mind you. Right, and it's totally ugly when there's six, seven, eight, nine fielders on the rope yeah. bowling with a ball that's, um, you know, well, they took the new ball after 90 overs, but Brooke only hit, uh, I think his first boundary was from his 50 second delivery. Like, it generally speaking, achieved what it set out to do, which was not let England go mm. bananas this morning. And I know Stokes got away a little bit, he was charging from the get go, and Stokes will do that, but they did. You know, they kept things in the margins of okay. Mm-hmm. It was, it didn't feel as frantic as yesterday. Put it that right. way. Right. Um, it was after lunch that you know they they were trying to play the milk the strike game with Johnny mm-hmm. Bairstow, but Bairstow wasn't playing. Bairstow kept giving a strike to Broad initially, yep. and even with Anderson a couple of times, he was happy to let Jimmy face early in the over before they started playing the running the buys off the bounces thing um, when he was nearing 100. So Yeah, there were a few yeah. where he takes a boundary off the sixth ball because he's like, oh well, yeah. I'll just get the six or the four. Well, this is it. So there was only one team playing that game and it was Australia, not England. And you mm-hmm. kind of need both to be in it to win it, if mm-hmm. you like. And uh, 
yeah, that, that was a, a shortcoming there. Yeah, so I mean, so Stokes makes a 50, Brooke makes a 50, um, he gets out hooking off the top edge. A fantastic catch from Mitchell Stark, by the way. Like, right, that one went so high up in the air and he was just down underneath us where we were watching and you could see him sort of circling and wondering if he was going to step on the rope and very nearly did and managed not to and, and managed to hang on to it. Um, but it, it was, there, so there's a period where it's about 5 for 79, 5 for 89 across a period of 17 overs. The runs are still flowing, but Australia are picking up the wickets and you feel like, okay, this is a team that's sort of got the groove of playing test cricket again. And then it's that last bit with Bairstow again that just breaks them completely. Suddenly they're not playing anymore. They're just slot machines. Yeah, Hazelwood's on a hat-trick at one stage and he bowls a lovely ball to knock over mm. Mark Wood just before the lunch break. And you're yep. right, you do sense, okay, well, they could finish this in a hurry and, and, and just reset the energy just a little bit. Even well, it just felt normal. Hazelwood bowls an outswinger that nicks off sure. Chris Wokes. Chris then, Wokes he, then he hits uh, the, the off stump from Mark Wood when he's playing down the wrong line. And you're like, oh, this this is test cricket. I recognise <laughs> this. I've seen this game before. And at that point, Hazelwood, 5 for 111 when he takes the court and bowled, broad slogs across the line, way up in the air. Um, he settles under it and takes the catch. 5 for 111, you go, okay, you're taking your wickets at 22 apiece. If the other bowlers have also taken about five for a hundred and something, then you're going okay. You bowled a team out for 250. If that's happened, yeah. that's not what happened. No, and look, Hazelwood didn't bowl well. He bowled some really good deliveries, but I wouldn't say that Hazelwood would be thrilled with the amount of four balls he gave. More towards the end when he was tiring, but you know, wasn't used in the middle session much yesterday when, when it was at its worst. And he did bounce back pretty well yesterday afternoon. But across the long shift, I don't think he'll be chuffed with how it's gone. But a tenth fifer is a tenth fifer, yep. and he's I think he's third in, in Ashes cricket or something like that. I doubt he'll be touring back here to look at the honours board. And no, be like mm, remember, no. Oh, what a wonderful day that was. <laughs> <laughs> and the other quick who had such an influence was. Wood. I want to just quickly touch on that before we go to the Hall of oh, Fame. Magnificent. He becomes the sixth English bowler in this team to have 100 test wickets. There's never been a team with um, 600 wicket takers all in it at the same time. That was wow. um, a, a Hall of Fame uh, option for me, but I've got a few of those because I'm working with Andrew Sampson this week. Um, but yeah, I mean, what a performance. His test career started back in 2015, so it's been a long time coming. So many injuries. There's that vision of him having an operation, I think it was last year, when he's going under. I don't know why there's a camera in there, but he's got the anaesthetist oh, the there. elbow surgery. And, he, and he's saying, he's oh, I'm still going to bowl fast, aren't I? I'm still going to bowl fast. And, you know, it's almost wishful because you don't know with major surgery like yeah. that on a piece of your body, which is vital to you being able to do what you do. And um, the fact that he's back doing what he does, the moment he bowled that first over at Leeds, this series changed. Mm -hmm. There was two turning points. Um, the Bairstow stumping changed things. Lion's injury changed well, things more, yeah, I reckon. Sorry, right. Lion's injury, the Bairstow stumping, and Mark Wood's first over. Those are the three moments, I reckon, in this series that have given England the chance to get back into it. And, and Wood's right in the thick of things tonight. That ball to head was a snorter. Um, again, Smith not being able to convert a start, and, and so it applied for um, Usman Khawaja, yeah, who looks steady until... The effectiveness, the way he comes on balls, one over before the break, yeah, and he gets, gets Usman wicket, Khawaja yeah. um, nicking. So, such a faint nick that Khawaja reviewed it because he didn't think he'd hit it. And then, you know, on he, on he goes... He, he, he doesn't bowl after that. It's a one-over spell. Then he comes on and bowls about 20 overs later. Bowls two overs. Then he comes off. Then he comes on, bowls three overs, picks up the two wickets of, of Smith and Head. So, yeah, yeah, another magnificent day, and he might have more to come in this innings. And a quick word for Chris Wakes, who I thought, after being a little bit too short to begin, found his movement, and, and they can trust him, right? He's bowled more overs than anyone in the England team um, since returning to it. And, and Anderson bowled really well today as well, albeit without reward. So more from Jimmy, I'd imagine, over the weekend in conditions which should suit, and that takes us to the final word, Hall of Fame.
the Hall of Fame, where we pick our most final word moments of the day. Uh, some lots of good stat stuff going on today. Six out of the top seven making 50s. That's happened three times previously in Test cricket. The most recent one when Pakistan against India in 2006. All of them, they just they just racked them up one 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 after the other um, in in February 06. I'm going to tell you before we go on that the final word Hall of Fame is brought to you by London Westfield, Westfield London, and Westfield Stratford City. Uh, more extra, less ordinary. Uh, suns out, funs out, as we said last night at Westfield London, Westfield. Suns City. Um, get down to Westfield, London uh, during the week for the amazing Sunset Social promotion which includes exclusive cocktails and summer menus, live music and offers on places to eat and drink including sticks and sushi. We got a great response to this on social media last night. This is the Danish-Japanese fusion restaurant okay. where you can enjoy their lobster croquettes and a glass of rosé for 15 quid. That's entertainment. That's entertainment. That's value. Get down there, Westfield, London, Westfield, Stratford City, to the Danish-Japanese fusion, sticks and sushi. We're going to go there after the test match. More people, extra, less ordinary. People are just going to go because they're scared of you. Like that voice, it's like you're a, you're a sergeant major ordering them to, you will eat your goddamn lobster croquettes and you will enjoy it. Um, yes, Westfield. Sergeant Dan. Thanks thanks for, for sponsoring the show. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant thank, Dan, thank sorry. Thank you very much. Long time since I've seen that flick. <laughs> well, yeah. I've got a list of Hall of Fame nominations a mile along here. Okay. Um, very quickly, the first time that New Zealand's required it, New Zealand? New England, Zealand. England's required a new ball since they played this in This is an unorthodox yes. test match. Um, they haven't needed the well, second Daniel Vittori's here. Brendan McCullum's here. True. Uh, Jeetan Patel's here. You know, what, what, does, what does Mark Richardson think about the situation? <laughs> when Ben Stokes uh, got out for 51, it's, it's the, the third time we've seen 51, uh, uh, the number dismissed on today, equal most in test history. Um, the, the other the time equal was... Equal most uh, number of 51s. 51s. Okay. There you go. I didn't mind that. Um, Smith and Labuschagne crawling under the covers to find the ball when Stokes yes. twatted it out towards the eastern stand. And that was like the best one, kids. wasn't it? Oh, sorry, you're right. It yeah. was best Of course it was. I'm just conditioned to saying um, Stokes uh, nailing it, but it was best yep. I, I enjoyed uh, the hovercraft breaking down. Yes, um, so, yes. When, so we had a, a short rain delay for 15 minutes and, and they tried to get the hovercraft out and it didn't work. So they had to drag one of the big tarpaulins out. But all of the ground stuff probably wasn't a good day for them, but it was amusing for us. They've got the hood up on the thing like it's a broken down VW Beetle by the side of the highway and they're all clambering in there in the engine bay I guess it is sort of rummaging around trying to figure out what, what could work. I think they'll need the hovercraft over the next couple of days. Sugar in the fuel tank, that might be the Australian's plan. Ah, Try and deny smart. the hovercraft coming out. I also like that the ground stuff couldn't keep the cover, like, like club cricket one sheet where they were standing on the edges of the of the, uh, of the tarp. Um, David Warning batting in long sleeves first time ever I reckon I've never, seen, I've never seen David Warner bat in long sleeves. Huh. Didn't think, didn't, didn't notice it. If you can find photographic it. evidence of him batting in a test match in long sleeves, please send it to me. Um, I can't read my own handwriting. Oh, Johnny Bairstow. That's a Hall of Fame entry only, in itself. Johnny Bairstow is the only player in test cricket to get two 99s at the same ground. He was dismissed at 99, 499 here against South Africa in 2017. Okay. That's good. Uh, and there's something else here I can't read either. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this has been the Final Word Hall of Fame and the Final Word Daily uh, for Westfield London, Westfield Stratford City. It's going to rain tomorrow. We're going to make a show anyway. We're going to try and make a story time if it does rain. That's the plan. If you really like what we do, patreon.com forward slash the final word. Not only can you support the show, as many people have decided they want to do uh, through this Ashes, and we're immensely grateful for that. You join Discord and you can do what we're doing tonight, which is joining our patrons, having a drink in the pub after play, which we've done after every test match. And we've got our live show coming up on the 26th of July. Uh, half price tickets for that. Um, link in the show notes. Stephen Finn, Wednesday night. Be there. 
Yeah, and uh, aside from that, we'll, well, we'll be here for day four and probably day five with a whole lot of rain <laughs> and uh, maybe a little bit of cricket as well. Final word, Ashes Daily. Jeff Lemons, Adam Collins, see you next time. No, no. George Benson, I ain't protected by the way I ain't fenced in. my future questions, my current senses, that would be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty, wrote this so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it.